This episode is brought to you by Pooptronic Cellular, the galaxy's leader in outer space mobile service. Welcome to the Pooptronic Cellular Half Hour Pop Culture Podcast, recorded live at Pooptronic Cellular Moonbase Alpha, featuring your host, employee 23538 Gamma, IC Robots. Greetings, Earth people. I am from Jupiter. It's me again, IC Robots. I'm not a hero, especially not this week, but I do make a show every week for you to listen to, and I hope you like it. Uh, you might have noticed some changes at the beginning of the show. Um... I think right now might be a good time to bring out the returning man himself, Iceberg 13, and we can talk a bit about what's going on here at the station. Iceberg, come on out. It was not my fault. Iceberg, it wasn't your fault? What do you mean it wasn't your fault? We lost control of the show because of your agent, dude. It was all A.B. Silver's fault. He is the one that sold us out. But you're the one that invited him here into the station, dude. You blame it on A.B. Silver? Really? You blame it all on A.B. Silver? Yes, it is his fault. Before we get, uh, any further into this, um, let me give you a quick rundown of what happened. Uh, Iceberg hired an agent, the aforementioned A.B. Silver. A.B. Silver, representing him, went to our parent company known as Pooptronics Cellular. They run the station that we transmit from. A.B. went to Pooptronics Cellular told them that Iceberg deserved a raise for his work on the Toys R Us report. They, not knowing what the Toys R Us report was, because we keep it on the download from the people who were working for that were making a podcast during work, investigated it, found out we have done 75 episodes of a show from their super-powered radio transmitter, decided they did not like it, but that they did like the idea of having their own podcast, and figured since, hey... Since you guys already got it going, since you guys are already in motion, got everything all set, why don't we just take over your podcast? Because we're paying for everything anyway. Uh, good plan on their part. So, um, well, I guess when he saw things weren't going his way, uh, A.B. Silver negotiated himself a deal with Pooptronics in which he, uh, no longer serving as Iceberg's agent will now be serving under Pooptronics as... The executive producer of the Pooptronics Half Hour Pop Culture Podcast. Iceberg, you blame all of that on A.B. Silver even though you are the one that brought A.B. Silver into our fold? I was only looking to get mine. Yeah, it, it, uh, it looks like you really got yours. It looks like we both got ours. So, uh, you, ju- you just need some Skrill? You need some extra money, Iceberg? Yes, I need to increase my paper. What do you even need papes for, dude? You live up here. You don't eat. All of your uh, maintenance is taken care of. I mean, 
What do you want the money for? A brother don't live on oil alone. You pretty much do live on uh, oil alone. It's live, by the way, Iceberg. And yeah, you pretty much do live on oil alone. And now we lost control of the show, man. It was ours. We had it. It was our baby. Well, it's not like the show was that great to begin with. Dude, I think it's pretty good. I don't know. Uh, at any rate, it was ours. You know, we did it ourselves. We owned it ourselves. It was just us, man. Now we will have the power of Pooptronics backing us up. I don't want the power of Pooptronics, dude. I want Gorilla Radio. I want to do it our own. What does that even mean anyway, Iceberg, what you just said? It means we got homies at our back now. I don't want homies at my back, dude. We were as... We were lone wolves, man. We were like a two-man wolf pack out there doing it ourselves. You were not a lone wolf. You were barely a cub. Now with Pooptronics, we will reach a broader audience than ever before. I don't know if we have a broader audience kind of show, Iceberg. I don't think that's what we need. And where are you getting all this from anyway, dude? A.B. Silver told me he makes a lot of sense if you listen to him. A.B. Silver? You're still talking to A.B. Silver? That guy sold us out, dude. That guy's the worst. Plus, he's stupid. He doesn't... He, he makes no sense. The guy's a total nitwit, Iceberg. He is not a nitwit. He used to work for Narbus Code. He knows what he is talking about. Who cares that he used to work for Nabisco? This is the intergalactic cell phone business. This is the podcast game. What? What does working for Nabisco have anything to do with anything? And plus, Nabisco sucks, dude. What, what do they even make? Like, uh, biscuits in a can? I don't even know what they make. I guess they make everything, but who even cares, dude? Working for Nabisco has nothing to do with anything. He told me that you would say that. He told you that I'd say what? That he's a chucklehead? So what? Uh... Anybody could have figured that out. He's not a genius because of that. He also told me that you would say that. What are you even talking about, dude? This is serious. He is able to predict your moves way before you make them. You are playing checkers and he is playing three-dimensional chess like Mr. Spock. Or maybe he is playing that game that Chewbacca and my main man C-3PO was playing in Star Wars. It is all the same. What are you even talking about? How could you even be friends with A.B. Silver? The dudes tuck a knife deep into our backs. Us robots have to stick together. Robo-friendships span many years longer than the life of a flesh bag. Iceberg, that sounds, that sounds a bit racist. I don't, e I, I, I don't even know what to say to that. Then maybe you should say nothing. I believe that A.B. is monitoring the show for quality assurance. Wait, what? Uh, he's, he's checking out the show? He's, like, censoring us or something? What's going on? He is not confident that you can carry the show on your own. He is considering joining as a co-host. Over my dead body, dude. I will not sit in here and do, do the show with A.B. Silver. Does he even know how to, does he even know how to, like, rock the mic the way I do? He is an excellent broadcaster as well as a genie and a good guy. What's wrong with you, dude? You sound brainwashed. Did they reprogram you or something? No, it is what I believe. I am not programmed to lie. Now you're straight bugging, dude. You lie all the time. I think you lie more than you tell the truth. Well, we agree to disagree. Whatever, dude. We still we still got a show to do. People people still listen. We still we got to do it. Did you did you at least make a song for us uh, this week? No. I was too busy touring Pooptronics HQ with my main man. A.B. I did not have time. So if you wanted a raise for your DJ skills, shouldn't you have at least, like, 
used your DJ skills this week or at least come correct with a song or something? I mean, what were you doing with all your time, dude? I know how to prioritize my life. You should also learn to do that. That's great, Iceberg. You are classy until the end. Uh, so I've, I've had enough of this. Let's move on to the next part of the show known as At The Movies. It's the Pooptronic Cellular Half Hour Pop Culture Podcast. We kicks the mad style, so step off the Frankfurter. In a moment, at the movies, without Ebert, Siskel, or even that dude Roper. But you got Icy Robot, so that's something, right? what you're dealing with, do you? What if Alton doesn't belong with us? I'm sorry. They think you're a weapon. Ranch thinks you're their savior. It's okay. I know why I'm here. Midnight Special is a sci-fi film. It's directed by Jeff Nichols. It stars Michael Shannon, Kirsten Dunst, Joel Edgerton, and Adam Driver. It is currently sitting at 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it has made about a million dollars at the box office, which is not too great. When I went to see it, there was me, the wife, one other person sitting way in the back in the corner, and then another person there, so I don't know. Um... One thing I did notice about the movie is that at our theater, the big uh, the big arena is Theater 12, and Midnight Special was playing in Theater 12. But the other week when we went there, uh, Batman v Superman was playing in that arena. So I don't know, man. Did the people who run the theater think that this week Midnight Special was going to sell more tickets than Batman v Superman? Now, I know Batman v, uh, v Superman is down on the skids, but I don't think that it is down around a midnight special area quite quite yet. Now, I, I don't want you to take this as I'm saying that midnight special is not good because that's not true at all. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit, but it's not for everybody. It has a lot of unanswered questions. It uh, There's a lot of it that you have to try to figure out for yourself, which I think is fine, especially when I'm seeing a sci-fi film. But that is not to everybody's taste. The basic story is that of the famous film known as E.T. There is an alien child. Well, at first you don't know he's an alien, but it soon soon, uh, becomes evident. And he is on the run from the feds. The government wants to get a hold of him, and in this case, his parents... I don't know how they are his parents. I don't know how that works. But they're on the run from the man trying to get him back to where his people can pick him up. It's a good movie. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I do think, though, that it's not the kind of thing that you have to rush out and see. It will play just as well on TV or Netflix or on a VHS when it comes out. It's not a big movie. It's not a big screen movie, but it is... It is a good movie. If you like sci-fi, if you enjoy a genre film that is not based on, like, a young adult novel, it's an original story. Well, as original as it could be taken a lot from E.T., but it's not, you know, with pre-existing characters that you know, and there's a mystery that kind of unfolds. If you are into that, then you will enjoy it. It's quiet. Not a lot of action happens until the end. Various things happen here and there, but it's not, it's not an action thriller. It's well-acted kind of slow, kind of drawn out, sci-fi, mystery kind of deal. I would give it 
3.5, maybe 3 point, yeah, about 3.5 mics on the source meter. I would recommend that you check it out, but you could just as well check it out on uh, VHS. You can rent it down at the, uh, the Mama Pop chain when it comes out. So, let's move on into the main event of the show. Scarecrow and Mrs. King will not be seen tonight, but will return next week at this time. Yo, our boy, I see robots presents the top five Marvel Comics movies of all the times, which means since the first Iron Man flick anyway. We all like comic books, we all like superheroes, and we all like movies, and when you combine those things together, it's like a Reese's peanut butter cup with an added third ingredient that only makes it better, doesn't take away from the perfection that is the peanut butter cup. So, what we're going to do right now is we are going to talk about some Marvel movies. We're going to rate, in my opinion, this is only my opinion, we are going to rate the top five movies based on Marvel properties. This is going to start with, we're going to start with Iron Man 1. That's our historical starting point. I think that's when you get the uh, modern Marvel movie universe, Iron Man 1. We're going to cross over. We're going to talk about anything that's Marvel related. You might get some of these uh, X-Men joints. You might get some Wolverines. You might get some... uh, Disney movies based on Marvel properties. You're going to get all sorts of fun stuff. It's going to be good. But remember, this is just what I think, so don't throw a stink. All right, let's get started with uh, the number five greatest Marvel movie of all the times. Number five. Good luck keeping on. That was hot. I didn't expect that. Summer begins with a blast. You just went supersonic. What is it? I've got no idea. Iron Man, that's kind of catchy. Very nice. Iron Man, this film is not yet rated. Coming hard out of the gate is number five, Iron Man 1, starring Robert Downey Jr. Uh, RDJ was coming off a bad stint in rehab. This was, this was the beginning of him becoming a movie billionaire. The movie is directed by John Favreau, who you might know uh, as the guy who starred as Rocky Marciano in a movie way back when. He was also in Swingers. This is where the Marvel movie universe began. This is the first place I can recall where you saw a superhero landing. Downey hit the ground when he landed with his fist. And you have seen that landing in just about every superhero movie since. And it all began right here in Iron Man 1. Iron Man 1 also set the template for what a Marvel movie would be. You'd have a hero. You'd have some wisecracking. You'd have a big boss fight at the end. And everyone would go on their merry way. Iron Man 1 is maybe the most important movie in Marvel history. Because if it does not come out hard like it did. Do great at the box office. As well as being a really fantastic film. Who knows where you would be now. We might not be even making this list. And as far as the list goes. Let's get moving on to number 4 or numero 4. Number 4. Pressure is on. I think I can dance. Why is Baymax wearing carbon fiber underpants? I have all the right moves. Disney's Big Hero 6, November 7th. 
Number four is Big Hero 6 by Disney. I told you we might be getting some outside properties, and this is one of them. It's an animated film. It came out in 2014, and it stars the super team known as the Big Hero 6, who first appeared in the Marvel Universe in the comic Sunfire and the Big Hero 6, number one. I will admit, I had never heard of them. I had never heard of that comic, and when... When I found out that they were actually a comic book super team, I'm thinking to myself, Disney, you did a good job here. You went and you found something that was nothing and you made it into one of the best movies to come out that year. I don't know where, I don't know where I would have rated it in my 2014 best of, but it would be somewhere near the top. We all went to see Big Hero 6. I think I actually saw it twice in the theater and I have seen it numerous times since then. It's playing on cable rotation right now and when I see it, I will always stay and at least watch a piece. Big Hero 6 is the story of a boy, a robot, and a bunch of goofy science nerds who all team up together to fight an evil that is attempting to destroy their town of San Francisco. In in that sense, it is like every other comic book movie out there. It's about a dude protecting his city. But this is good stuff, family-friendly stuff. I cannot recommend Big Hero 6 high enough. If you have not seen it. So with all that said, let's uh, scooch down the list a bit and check out what is number three. Number three. In the beginning, the Sentinels were targeting mutants. And they began targeting everyone. It's got to take all of us. The X-Men. Side by side to end this war. Before it ever begins. The future of the world begins now. Well, don't hold back. X-Men Days of Future Past in really 3D and large format theaters. Rated PG-13. This one was a real tough one for me. Between this and number two, I moved them around a million times before finally settling into a final order. Uh, X-Men Days of Future Past came out in 2014. It is currently sitting at 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. I enjoyed this movie immensely. This was, this was something that not a lot of superhero movies are in that it was an actual good movie. It, uh, it's well acted, it's well directed, the story's taken from a comic book that is held in super high regard, and they stick fairly close to the source material, so... I don't know, man. This movie was just a winner. It stood on its own in a way that not a lot of comic book movies do. It was a fine film. The one thing I think was missing from it is there wasn't enough Kitty Pride. She's one of my favorite characters, and I thought that she was always well-acted, well-represented by Ellen Page, and I would have liked to have seen more of her in the movie. But with all that said... This one works on a lot of different levels. It's very thoughtful. It's interesting. It's just really, really a good movie. If you have not seen it, you just rush out there and see it right now. You will not be disappointed. So, uh, I don't know. Let's get ready for number two. Number two. The galaxy is facing an unstoppable threat. Ronan could destroy us all. The Guardians are our last chance. You're welcome. I come from Earth. We protect the weak. I will fight beside you. I'm a warrior and a weapon. She's hot. I'm good. Quit smiling. She's supposed to be a professional. I will 
will destroy your world. You gotta go through us! We're the guardians of the galaxy. Guardians of the galaxy. That's for if you want to blow up moons. No one's blowing up moons. Guardians of the Galaxy also came out in 2014, and it's also sitting at 91% on Rotten Tomatoes right now, just like Days of Future Past. Guardians is another movie that stands on its own. It is incredibly entertaining from top to bottom. It is just a fabulous movie. Uh, When it came right down to it, the reason that I picked this movie over Days of Future Past was... Simply based on the entertainment factor, um, this movie is a lot more pleasurable to watch than Days of Future Past. It is just fun from beginning to end. If I ever see it on cable, I always watch a few minutes. There are so many great scenes in it. The movie stars Chris Pratt as Star-Lord, Dave Bautista as Drax, Zoe Saldana's in it, Bradley Cooper voices Rocket Raccoon, John C. Riley plays a Nova Corps officer, Michael Rooker, is in it. The movie is just so much fun. It is funny. It has an amazing soundtrack. It's the kind of thing you can put on in a group of people, and there will just be nothing for them to object to. There's a lot of comedy. There's a lot of action. There is good characterization. There are heartfelt moments. It's well-directed. The effects are good. Guardians of the Galaxy is, in every regards, a top-notch flick. On a sidebar right now, they are, as we speak, I suppose, working on Guardians number two, and I I eagerly anticipate that movie. I think it's going to be great. Kurt Russell's in it, and I I can't imagine it would be bad, but what I would really want to see is a an offshoot film starring John C. Riley as Nova. I don't know if in the movie he was supposed to just be another dude in the Nova Corps or if he was Nova himself, the uh, future Avenger, but I want to see John C. Riley playing Nova in a movie. John C. is one of the all-time best. He was Dewey Cox. He's Steve Brule. The dude is just fantastic, and I could really see him shining in the role. So, if anybody out there at Marvel happens to be listening to this right now, go on, man. Throw your boy a bone. Make this Nova movie ASAP. It would definitely be better than the Inhumans which I still see you have on the slate. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody even knows what that is. And you know what? Don't even come hollering at me on Twitter at ICRobots or on the Facebook group, facebook.com backslash ICRobots if you're some kind of giant Inhuman fan. If you're like, I cannot wait to see Black Bolt on the big screen with Medusa and her uh, prehensile hair and all the that big dog that can teleport. I forget his name. But if you're into that, dude, you know, more power to you. I appreciate it, man. Different strokes are different folks. We all got, we all got our own taste, but I would rather see a Nova movie than that. I just, I don't want to tell you. It seems like the whole thing with the Inhumans is some kind of way to get around using mutants, I guess. The movie rights for all mutants are owned by a different company, so instead of dudes being born mutants nowadays, they're Inhumans, I guess. I don't know. I don't follow it too closely. I think this is all going on. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I do not know, so at any rate, let's move into what is... The greatest Marvel movie of all the time! Here is the moment you spent all this time waiting for. The greatest Marvel movie of all the times. Take it away, I see robots. Show them what you got.
credited with over two dozen assassinations. We have no idea what he's capable of. Whoever he used to be, I don't think he's the kind you save. He's the kind you stop. It's time. Don't make me do this. Captain America, The Winter Soldier, heard at PG-13, theaters Friday. The greatest Marvel movie of all the times is Winter Soldier. When I was doing research for this, I went up to 2.0 and I said, hey, what is the greatest Marvel movie of all the times? And without even losing a step as she was striding down the hallway, she said, Winter Soldier kind of looked back at me over her shoulder like, what else would it be, dummy? And honestly, dummy, what else would it be? The Winter Soldier is far and away the greatest Marvel movie of all the times. It came out also in 2014, which was a mighty fine year, but it's only at 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. What do people know? This movie is great. It is, it's a spy thriller. It stars uh, Chris Evans as Captain America, Scarlett Johansson as the Black Widow, and I forget the name of the dude who plays Bucky the Winter Soldier. It does not matter, but he was also in The Bronze with Michelle Rauch that I saw the other week. He was kind of... The villainous male lead. What is that fool's name? Hold on one sec. Let's pop onto the old internet and we will soon find out. I bet. Have you ever noticed that when you are looking for something, you kind of pause what you're doing, you always remember what it was before you even get there? Yep, dude's name is Sebastian Stan. What kind of a weird name is that? It's like two first names at any rate. You know, I want to talk about this in regards to the Winter Soldier, in regards to Black Widow. What's the deal with her hair? The first few movies we saw her, she had big red superhero hair like the character in the comics. I'm sure it was extensions. I got no beef with that. But why is she no longer going to wear those extensions in the film? If you're going to be a superhero, you got to have superhero hair. You know, it's not sexist. It's not anything like that. It's just, it's just the way it is. You know, you got to look the part, got to have the superhero hair. So Winter Soldier is, like I said, it's a spy thriller. It is about this secret assassin that uh, no one has a lot of dirt on known as the Winter Soldier. It's also about the internal politics shield if you have not seen this movie you got to go see it right now you got to stop what you're doing leave work leave where you are jump out of your car turn the car around go home get it on demand and watch the winter soldier the movie is well acted it's well directed it has robert redford in it so it has a lot of gravitas uh there are some amazing action scenes including one where captain america fights a bunch of shield agents inside of a elevator at the end, Captain America cuts a fiery promo. This movie is just, this movie is top stop. notch. Stop, I insist that you stop right now. Pooptronics Media Employee of the Month, A.B. Silver, what are you doing here? I am here on behalf of the Pooptronic Media Board of Directors. They have sent me here to put a stop to this top five list. You are only to talk about Pooptronic properties. This is all Disney based. They are a competitor. Wait, hold on. You think you're a competitor to Disney? And also, does Pooptronic Cellular, like, distribute films? Do you even, like, have a movie or anything? We own the distribution rights to many films. You do? Like what? Such as? Such as the Turkish version of Star Wars, the plant remake of Hard Bodies with Ian Ziering, the bio of Ed Isner starring Clint Howard. Also many family-friendly films like The Super Pals and we have also recently purchased the rights to Snaggle Rock. Dude, what Snaggle Rock? Is that some kind of like dental movie or whatever? It is the Lithuanian version of Fraggle Rock. That sounds horrible. This is like the worst film festival I've ever heard. Uh, 
these movies are all the worst. Far from it. They are all quality features sure to bring happiness to anyone who views them. <laughs> I really disagree with that, and also, who even knew that you guys distributed movies? Pooptronics Media is a rising force in the world of film distribution. We at one time had the number one movie in three different Balkan countries. At the same time. That's, uh, that's pretty impressive. Yes, it is very impressive. So, you're here now, and you're, you know, you're, you're giving me all this great information. Uh, what, what am I supposed to, uh, take away from this? I see robots consider this a warning. You are only to talk about Pooptronic Media properties. Is that understood? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll, 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 I'll get right on that. I will do my best. I am glad that we are in agreement. Then I shall be on my way. I am needed back at Pooptronics HQ. This place is laid out quite oddly. Where is the shuttle bay again? Go out that door, take a left, then take another left once you get past the, uh, cafeteria. Thank you and good day. Make sure to visit virtualdirtmall.com and support the show with a generous purchase of some retro or not-so-retro junk. He won't be sorry for long. You've made it this far. It's time. The final segment. The Pooptronic Cellular Pop Culture Slash Toy News Informational Moment. Alright, so uh, we are back for the final part of the show, the Pooptronics Media something, something, something. I forget how it went. At any rate, I don't know what uh, I'm supposed to talk about. I had a whole thing about the new uh, Captain America Civil War toys I saw over at the store this week. There were some neat costumes. I saw a Black Panther costume. I saw all sorts of fun stuff. You can check out the pictures of those over on icrobots.com, but I don't know how much... Um, Man, I just got a verbal reprimand. The next step would be a written warning, and then I don't want to. I don't want to lose my job here on the station. I don't know how much I'm supposed to say. Uh, I did hear talk of an R rating for the upcoming um, Killing Joke cartoon, and I gotta say that is the right move. That movie should definitely be R rated. There is a lot of. Uh, a lot of questionable material in there, and I'm glad to see that they are going to be... Well, the R rating gives me the idea that they will be sticking to the source material, and that is definitely good, definitely something that I want. Something that, something that quite frankly, probably uh, needs to be done, I would say. Another thing that's kind of been batting around in my head, and maybe you know the answer to this, has Supergirl been renewed on CBS for a season two? Some people say yes, some people say no, some people say it's going to get canceled of her talk that it might move over to the CW network. That doesn't really seem possible to me, but I have heard that. Um, I wonder, I wonder though, because I do hear that there are some plans up for the uh, season two. Um, I heard that Linda Carter was booked to appear on an episode. I hear all sorts of things. I do not, I would be surprised if they canceled Supergirl. It would be a very unpleasant surprise. I really think that show's great. And if you're not watching it, definitely watch it. Uh, this goes out to anybody not watching Supergirl. Check it out next week, man. It's a lot of fun. I think that you will not be disappointed. Um, I don't know. Why wouldn't you bring it back? Are the ratings that bad? I don't... God, I don't know. I should follow the ratings a bit more. If you do watch Supergirl, do make an effort to watch it on the night that it comes out. I believe it's Monday. We always try our best. I want to get those rating clocks. Uh, from what I understand, 
there is a two-week period in which if you watch a show on your DVR, it still counts for that week's ratings. But after that, you get nothing. So if you care about a show and you want it to stay on, do your best to watch it during those two weeks. Anyway, man, uh, this has been a real harrowing week. So I think I am going to bounce up out of here. I don't know what kind of uh, pop culture and toy news moment this has been. Probably a disappointing one, but I got to figure out what I can do about these constraints I'm under. Anyway, this is me, your boy, Icy Robot, for... Uh, for Iceberg 13, for, I guess for A.B. Silver, he was here too. This is the Pooptronics Media something, 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 half-hour podcast. Uh, if you don't know, now you know. Recorded live on the Pooptronics Cellular Moonbase Alpha, this has been a Pooptronics Cellular Broadcast Division production.